or perhaps even early 70s. And he has thought about these things for 30 plus years, almost 40 years. And, uh, and he knows our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. We have received a faith as precious as ours, so grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. He speaks of faith and he speaks of knowledge. And I've said on many an occasion that faith is not a blind leap into the dark. Uh, if someone tells you that faith, faith is that Kierkegaardian leap into the dark, don't do it. You'll fall flat on your face. Faith is a reasoned response to God's self-revelation based upon knowledge, belief, and trust. A genuine, deep, and abiding faith will always be based on knowledge, on an understanding of who Christ is and what he did. So Peter says, grace and peace be yours in abundance through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Everything. We're not lacking a thing. It's not that he's given us some things and if we just work real hard at it, we'll get the rest. He's given us everything we need. Paul has said the same thing that God has blessed us in abundance with everything we need. He's given us everything we need for life and godliness. How? Through our knowledge of him. Second mention of knowledge. It will continue as a theme uh, right down through uh, the end of verse 9. Through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Christ's divine power has given us everything we need for a life of for life and godliness through our knowledge of him. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises. There's the word precious again. So we tag this as Peter speaking. He's using the same rather unusual word in 1 Peter and 2 Peter. But as we move into 2 Peter, the prose style is not nearly as sophisticated as the prose style in 1 Peter. This is Peter sitting in a prison cell writing his own epistle. And uh, he doesn't have the help of Silas on this one. Yet, he's taking from what he did in 1 Peter and using some of the same phrasing uh, right here. So, uh, these he has given us, uh, through these he has given us his very great and precious Promises, Precious, again, in the sense of enormous, great value. So that through them, through these promises, you may, have, you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. When Paul laid out his paradigm of salvation by grace through faith, we're born into that fallen world and the condition of sin, and we move out of that world into the family of God. And what Peter is saying uh, is that through a knowledge of Christ, those precious promises enable us to live a life in Christ in the family of God. And for this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith. That is, we have moved from the world into the family of God by grace through faith. We live in the family of God as our faith increases and we live a life of active love, but add to that faith, augment that faith, 
And it's not that we're lacking anything, but we're going to mature and develop that faith by adding to it goodness. Goodness. Add to our faith goodness. Here we are in the family of God, living a life in Christ, and that life should be a life of goodness. And I, I, when I read this, I, I think of the, uh, the scene in Saving Private Ryan, uh, when Private Ryan is an old man now, and they're at uh, uh, the cemetery in Normandy, and he's on his knees before the, uh, the cross with uh, the captain, played by Tom Hanks. Uh, all these men died for him. Remember, they, they all died for him. At the very end of the movie, it was, it was just great. Everyone's seen it, I suspect. Has anyone not seen it? Oh, you've got you've to read it. It's a fabulous movie. But at the end...